Blue light is one of the least talked about toxins in today's world. It can single-handedly throw off our hormonal balance and our circadian rhythm, which basically governs our biological clock. So that clock that knew when to wake you up, when to get you to start feeling tired, and when to kick up your adrenaline, it no longer works properly. This is why I use Iris Tech. It stays on my computer 24-7 so that I can do work no matter what time of the day it is. It turns the computer's harsh blue light settings into something a little bit warmer that your eyes are way more welcoming of. It even has different settings such as health, sleep, reading, manual, and the like for you to choose what it is that you want your eyes to be looking at at any given time of day. You can even set iris to mimic the sun so that as the sun goes down, your eyes are exposed to less and less blue light, which is exactly how it should be. To get a special discount today, you can go to irisstech.co slash macguerrero. That's iris, I-R-I-S, tech, T-E-C-H dot co, C-O, slash Mac Guerrero, M-A-C-G-U-E-R-R-E-I-R-O. And save 10% on this already incredibly affordable product that protects your eyes and your overall health from the harmful rays of blue light. Hi, and welcome back to High Vibrations with Mac. I'm beyond excited to finally start to dive in into the nitty gritty of the human design system, or rather the three particular things that we're going to be diving into. And today we're going to be talking about the basis of human design, and that is type. Type is at the simplest level what differentiates us. And I say this because the human design body graph, the chart that you see when you look up human design it's got so many layers. It's got layers upon layers. So to simplify it is a great feat. But we can say that the very basis of human design is type. And understanding our type is key to understanding the way that we function with this world, not just as we please, but in the way that our bodies are actually meant to function. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that Human design is meant to help us get out of our minds and more into our bodies. Because much like the hardware of an iPhone, we have a software and we have the hardware. So much like that hardware, the thing that you see, touch, and feel, there are parts of our bodies that are unchanging, that are unrelentingly reliable. And that is our design. However, because we're not educated about this, we don't we don't know any better, we end up living in what's called our not-self. And those are the parts of us that are not reliable because those are the parts of us in which we're meant to take an influence. And we're meant to turn that influence into understanding and wisdom. So the type, the basis of human design, we each fall under these four types, one of these four types. And now I'm just going to give a disclaimer before I go into this because our fragments tend to get very attached to the idea of certain things because certain types are 
rarer, so to speak. They're more rare. They make less of a percentage of the population than the others. That doesn't mean that they're any more special than the other. It doesn't mean that they are above, rather. It just means that we are all unique. And every person in this type group is unique for being in that type group, regardless of whether they make up less than 1% of the population or the majority of it. And the beauty about human design is that it shows us where we are all unique, in the sense that there is absolutely nobody like you on this planet, definitely not in this universe. Let's keep that in mind, and let's try to come at our fragments with compassion and remind them that this doesn't mean that they are less than. <laughs> if they are a generator and they hear and think that maybe being a manifester or a reflector or a projector would be really cool. Remember that that's also the part of us that wants to live in our not self, that wants to live in those aspects of us that are not reliable because they're meant to take an influence. So let's have compassion. Let's remember that this perception of the grass is always greener is just another way for us to run away from ourselves. And human design is meant to plop you right back into your body in the most beautiful, resistance-free way possible. With that said, let's get started. Type, the foundation of human design. Type is based on aura. We are each born with a specifically structured aura, and type is made up of these four groups. We have generators, we have manifestors, we have projectors, and we have reflectors. Now, to facilitate the beginning of this topic, I'm going to be reading the short summary that the Human Design book has for each of the types. So if you hear some lovely ASMR flipping through pages, like so, <laughs> this is what is happening. So this is going to be more of a nutshell, but of course this is an overview. I'm going to go further into the types in other episodes. So here we have generators, the builders. They represent about 70% of the population. Their strategy is to engage life by waiting for things to come to them so that they can respond. When they initiate rather than wait to respond, they usually end up feeling frustrated. Generators are the life force of the planet. They're designed to know themselves by observing what they respond to. Through responding, they experience satisfaction in their life work. Their work is their gift to the world. Generators make up most of the population because, if you think about it, we need a lot of energy to complete the endeavors that humanity takes on. And generators are here to provide that energy. But don't be confused with that meaning they're here to just work, work, work. They're here to work in the things they love to work in. And that is the key. A generator's aura is an all-enveloping, all-attracting aura. Your aura is usually, or rather, their aura kind of hugs you in a certain way. And because of the nature of their aura, they are actually pulling life to them from all angles, which makes their strategy, which we're going to talk about strategy further in later episodes, but the strategy is derived from the type. The strategy is this thing that you can actively put into practice. You can actively do this in order to function and interact with the world in the way that you are actually mechanically supposed to. And generator strategies are to respond. 
they are to respond to the things that are coming towards them because their life, their aura is always attracting their life to them. Oftentimes in our society, we try to make everybody a manifester, especially generators. (laughs) And it can be specifically frustrating because when you are meant to wait to respond, initiation just doesn't work for you. Now let's move on to the projectors. They make about 20% of the population and they are considered the guides. Their strategy for engaging with life is to wait for their specific qualities to be recognized and invited into things. It is through an invitation that they experience recognition and success in their lives. If they are initiating rather than waiting, they experience resistance and rejection and can end up becoming bitter. The projector's gift to the world is to understand and be a guide for others. Now, projectors, they are meant to work in tandem with generators in order to guide the energy along, in order to guide humanity along. But the key thing, as you heard, is their strategy. The way that they go about completing their life's work and purpose is by waiting to be invited to be that guide. Have you ever had someone give you unsolicited advice and you're just kind of like, dude, why are you even telling me any of this? Well, it's because most of the time we must invite that kind of guidance, advice, whatever you want to call it, in, in order for it to actually be fully welcomed and taken advantage of in the best way possible. Projectors are very key, but they too have frustration or rather bitterness. That's their not-self theme. When you're living in your not-self, you kind of tend to flip into this uh, signature emotion. For generators, it's frustration. For projectors, it's bitterness. Because by trying to be manifestors, or even generators, by trying to put into things their energy, their work, where they're not invited, they just end up feeling rejected and bitter. Now let's go on to the manifestors. They are the initiators. They compose about 9% of the population. Their strategy is to inform others of their decisions before they take action in order to eliminate or alleviate resistance. When manifestors cannot manifest in peace, they experience anger. Manifestors are designed to have a powerful impact and be initiating mechanisms for other types. Initiating is their gift to the world. Now, I am a manifester, and I'm not going to lie, it's kind of a tough world out here for us. (laughs) We used to be at the top of the totem pole as the kings and the queens, pushing the world on with our anger and, and very powerful and kind of effortless, which can be really great or really awful impact. And our type is the only type that was given a strategy that is not biological. Because by virtue of being the initiators, the initiating force, and when we're speaking of this, by the way, you guys, when... When we want to look at human design, think about this as a whole different language. So to say that you are not a manifester by type is not to say you're not a creator, that you're not manifesting your life. It's just to say that your aura functions differently than that of a manifester as human design describes and that the way you're going to create your life is going to be different than that of a manifester by type. So by virtue of being the initiating forces in this universe among humanity... We don't ever really get resistance from the universe. The universe oftentimes helps us in our endeavors, even if it's an out-of-the-blue decision. So the strategy of informing is this thing that was made up when this system of human design was created. 
in order to give us a strategy to help alleviate the resistance of others towards us. Now, I realized that when I was speaking about projectors, I didn't really go in depth about their aura. And I would like to backtrack a little and do just that because I'm about to go into the manifestor aura and how that, that's different and why informing is a genius strategy, regardless of whether it's made up or not. The projector has a focusing, attracting aura. So unlike the generator that has this all-enveloping, attracting aura, the projector has a focal point. Their aura is very piercing. It's very strong. And it focuses in one direction. Projectors are very good one-on-one. And by virtue of that aura, we can see how their strategy is to wait to be invited. Because an invitation, it's a one-on-one kind of thing. And that is what their aura is best led to. Now, the manifestor aura, going back to manifestors, it functions a bit like a shell. Think of kind of like a coconut. You've got this hard exterior. It's a very strong energetic force field that manifests that we tend to hold. And what happens is unlike the generator that is very open and you can kind of tell what's going on with them by just stepping into their aura or even the projector, if they focus on you, you can kind of get a gist of what's going on with them energetically. The manifestor doesn't give much away. In fact, it's very fun to observe people not really know what's up with me until I say hi to them. (laughs) And by virtue of this shell-like aura, we can be the initiating forces because we push obstacles out of the way with that aura. But informing basically puts the other types at ease and in a way opens up a door or a window to our aura so that they know what our intentions are. Because they can't energetically tell. So now let's move on to reflectors. Reflectors are quite fascinating in my opinion. And I only know of one. Well, that I know of for sure, of course. So here's what the book has to say. Reflectors, the discerners, represent approximately 1% of the population. Their strategy is to wait a full lunar cycle before making major decisions. Reflectors delight in life surprises. When they initiate and don't use their strategy, they end up disappointed with life. Reflectors are designed to be the judges of humanity, to reflect back the injustices humanity inflicts on itself. Their ability to clearly discern the this and that of the world is their gift. Now, reflectors, I only know of one. And that is Teal Swan. She's come out publicly and said that she's a reflector in an interview. And that makes so much sense to me. They are highly influenced by the world around them. And that is because they're meant to be a barometer. They're meant to tell us what is working and what is not. And Teal is very great at doing just that. And their discernment is their gift to the world. They have what's called a sampling aura. Whatever comes into their auric field gets reflected back at the person or the thing that is coming into their field. They are here to provide a complete mirror. And their gift to the world is this discernment that they have. But they too are waiting to be influenced. They too are waiting for something to sample, something to reflect back. And the reason that their strategy is to make, uh, is to wait a full moon cycle, a full lunar cycle, before they make any 
major decisions is because they are so influenced. They are so open that if they were to make emotional decisions, it would be at the mercy of whoever's around them that has a defined emotional center. If they were to make mind decisions, it would be at the mercy of whoever's around them that has a defined head center. And you get the gist. So by waiting a full lunar cycle, they're actually able to feel out one day at a time. And I would think, I can't say for sure because I'm not a reflector, but I would think that as a reflector, if the majority of the days in that lunar cycle, I was leaning toward one particular decision, then I would say that that's the one that's most right for me. But they do invite most reflectors, uh, not all reflectors, to wait at least. So as long as they can for the bigger decisions. So this concludes our overview of type. I'm really excited that I got to go into this. It is a bit of a longer episode than usual, so thank you guys for sticking with me on this. And I am super looking forward to going deeper into the types as we go further into the season. I'm not sure which one I'm going to start with. Likely a generator or manifester. However, uh, we will see, and I will see you next week, anywhere between Tuesday and Thursday. I love you. Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of High Vibrations with Mac. If you like what you heard, make sure to click subscribe for future episodes. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Mac Guerrero on all major platforms. That's M-A-C-G-U-E-R-R-E-I-R-O. But to be honest, the most appreciated act of all would be a review right here on this podcast. And if you would like to take a screenshot and send it to me over direct messenger on Instagram, I would love to send you a personal thank you video. Thanks so much, and I'm so excited to catch you again next week.